Yeah. The, right. the, 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 the fruitlessness, fruitlessness, the uselessness of trying to change yourself. Uh, well, again, well, welcome, everybody. Yeah. This is how I see it. I believe mind, let's call it that for any, uh, for the lack of a better word, big M mind and following sort of the description in the Course of Miracles that this event is dreaming. Yeah. So in this event, uh, everything is truly inherently empty of any reality or the, or real meaning because it's an appearance. And this is why we're having a subjective experience. If there was a reality, the reality would impose itself on us. Yeah. Just like the reality of a day that's 120 degrees hot, it imposes that thing on there because we agree with the idea of weather. Yes. Having an effect. So then you have to take some kind of move to get cooler. So the idea of if you surrender and let something else work on you, I believe in that here as a theme. Now, when I'm working on myself, uh, probably the most important aspects of what needs to be worked on would be that I'm working on myself. Yeah. In other words, instead of working on yourself as self, stop and look at that and see you're not self. Yeah. This doesn't mean you stop working on yourself. You see it's not you that's working on yourself. And self is not you that's being worked on. Great. Yeah. Now, in recovery, uh, there's an idea of surrender. And then we follow suggestions, simple suggestions, and hopefully get into habits where something works on you. Let's call it life. Yeah. And in that, that working seems to work because it doesn't have a vested interest in you. So it's not blinded to your, to you, to the action figure. It's seeing it clearly. Just like when I went into Delancey Street, this program, and I spent two years there. Now, while I was in the program, I thought I was Paul most of the time, yeah? I believed I was Paul, and I didn't like how they were treating Paul at the, in the program, yeah? But they were seeing me much clearer than I was seeing me. They saw me as an addict, and they were treating me as an addict, and it was working wonderfully, <laughs> at, at, in spite of Paul. Now, and because of this condition, that's why I needed to be in a program. Because Paul, working on Paul, of, of being led by Paul, didn't work. It became an unmanageable state that was having uh, expressions occur outside, like going to jail every week and other fucking situations, yes? So the thing I needed most was Paul not to be trying to work on Paul or guide Paul or direct Paul. And it was that severe, I had to be put in a program that kept Paul away from Paul, so to speak. <laughs> and they told me what to do. And if I didn't like it, hit the road, yeah? And after a period of time of being there, and you're in there for 10 months and 11 months, I felt there was a value that I didn't want to just throw away. 
So when I got upset with their way of managing me or what they were doing, instead of looking at my role in it, yeah, I had this feeling that I'm not leaving because I'm going to leave with nothing. I'm going to walk out that door, maybe being right, but I don't have any money. I can't get a bus. I don't have any clothes. Yeah, I'm pretty much, it would be a stupid move. And I actually had that enough wisdom not to throw those first 11 months away. So when I felt upset and shit, I just sat through it and then I stayed there and I was happy for it. Now, when I left, I don't know if this was getting to your point or not, but when I left after two years, uh, I, ha I had to, you know, I didn't like them at all. I didn't like the president. I didn't like a lot of this thing about them, but I had to begrudgingly admit my life as an action figure looked better than better with them running it than with me running it. Yeah, that's a very important principle to get clear on. Yeah, I finally got clear on that. <laughs> and because no matter how much I wanted them to see me as Paul, they saw me as an addict. Yeah, yeah. so this is the, so the idea that working on yourself doesn't work is not necessarily so. It's based on the mind that's before it, yeah? So the mind, can seemingly dream itself out of the dream. And that would be look like it's using dream events to dream itself out of the dream. Yeah. Or let's say it's using the material that could be used to, to, uh, to further its demise as an advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, that what you're doing isn't the, isn't where the value lies. The value is given to that, which you're doing. It can be given to it through the idea of being the doer, and then that can be weird, yeah? Because the idea of being the doer may use the doing to reinforce the doer, and it will do that in spirituality and shit like that, yeah? But actions that can make ones better, there's nothing wrong or right in that. It's the meaning that's being given to it from before, yeah? Now, I humbly believe there's, this, there's a big... Uh, fad now in recovery about getting to trauma. The root is trauma. Why you're an alcoholic or an addict is because of undealt with trauma. I do not believe that. It can be, but it's not the trauma because there's something before the trauma, which is us, which is, and not us as the one who has the trauma, but the dreaming, that us. And therefore, the trauma is after us and is being given through meaning by us yeah so to some person the trauma will be a touchstone to go into great heights yeah become available to others and help people find a way a skillful means that hasn't been dis discovered yet to help people in this dilemma yeah other people will fucking hit rock bottom they'll get loaded and fucked up because of the trauma is it the trauma yeah the gun does not kill anybody. It's the person using the gun. So the head using trauma can produce a lot of different effects. Yeah. So I do not believe trauma is the origin of anything. I believe mind is the origin of everything. That's my belief. Yeah. So I would much rather go to there because that which is before can influence what comes after it. What comes after it does not necessarily influence what's before. 
Yeah. So when you clean up all the traumas and you haven't cleaned up the mind, you're going to find new traumas. Yeah. We have traumas in AA where a lady drops her wine glass full of wine on it, her white rug. She has a traumatic experience because it's a subjective event. Yeah. So the littlest thing that you don't think has any meaning can have a huge meaning to someone else in a certain situation. Who's the one to say what's a trauma and what's a not a trauma? Because the trauma isn't like a species. It isn't. Yeah, there isn't like, uh, you know, they only grow in South America. You know, trauma is, <laughs> is really how you see things. And then how things occur can make you see things in a traumatic manner. Yeah. But watch the seeing of it is where the value lies, I feel. So if you want to get real relief from shit, go to what's before it. Yeah. And the course brings it pretty much to there's you and I are where everything is giving all the meaning it has. Yeah. It comes through us, the meaning. I do not believe we're giving it the meaning. I think the meaning is given through us. Yeah. And it seemed its statement in the course is comprehensive, really comprehensive. It says we give everything all the meaning. There's no wiggle room out of that, is there? If you're a believer of the course of miracle, then this what you, this is what you believe. It's that's from the big book. I mean the course of miracle book, I think. Yeah. Lesson two. You and I give everything, everything. Ah, there's gotta be a special something in it. No, everything. There's no exception in everything. All the special somethings are everything. And all, all is all encompassing. Yeah. So, all right, that leads me to see not the trauma, but the meaning that's been given to the trauma. Yeah. And then to see who feels like it's the one that's giving the meaning. You're not that. Yeah. And then the relief comes before the trauma. Instead of living in a world that we're trying to apply, apply relief after the trauma, which in a sense gives a reality to the trauma. If we react as if it's real, it seems real, doesn't it? This is the power we're walking around with, liking it or not. You didn't opt for this, uh, this uh, program. This is the way it is. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. If you re react to something and give it so much meaning, you're lending a reality to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. Sometimes the best thing is to watch things come and go instead of everything that comes is given a name and given a meaning and then how now has an effect on your life. Yeah. If you see a lot of shit coming and going, you don't waste any time making a point of it. It's just it's like a flood. Yeah. After you, after you realize it's all your house and all its properties have been hit by the flood, the 50th book that is yours, you stop saying it's your book while it's moving by the in the water, right? You realize your whole house is so my, you know, you know what I mean? It's better off. You just let the book go. Mine, mine, jump in. How many fucking books can you save? That's my dog. All right. That's that's heroic. But my book, 80 of it's no, the book's going. It's already totally, you're never going to read it again. It's super wet. Just going. Yeah. So I don't see it. It's, it's pointless. 
to, to try to help or improve yourself, but I do believe it can be pointless. Yeah, but I do not believe it has the exact meaning of being pointless. It's up to what's before it, and we seem to play that role. Yeah, so what is my medicine can be your poison. And that can switch every day, every hour. Yeah, so that's how I see it. So I don't believe anything is 100% this or 100% that. I believe it can go either way based on what's seeing it, you know, which is us. Another way you're saying it is it's none of that's intrinsic. None of it's intrinsic. The only intrinsicness is its emptiness. That's why it can be given meaning and not react. It's not revolting against the meaning it's given, is it? Because it's empty. So basically meaning is given. So as the course would say, there's a projection, which is the dreaming. Mind is projecting, dreaming, you want to call it manifesting, same, same. Big M mind is manifesting or projecting. And then from this point of view of being a thing, a non-existent thing now taken to be existent, from this point of view, we see the projection of the mind as a reality. We believe there's a real world and a real chair there. Yes. Yes. We're always looking for the intrinsic. It's not intr actually intrinsic. That's like what you've been saying all along. We're looking to make something intrinsic, like the trauma or this thing that happened to me or that disability. It, that's none of that's actually intrinsic. No, intrinsic of course not. Nature. Their nature is empty. That's yeah. it. Their intrinsic it, nature yeah. is emptiness. So this is why you're not, we're not having an objective experience. An objective experience would be responding to re reality. In other words, this tree is this tree is this tree. This day sucks, this day sucks, this day sucks. No, it's a subjective experience because it's inherently empty of reality it can, can impose on us. So we're imposing something on it. Yeah, We're giving it a meaning of being real when it isn't. And we want some of these things to stay and they have a nature of coming and going. An appearance in this dualistic presentation is going to disappear. And this is the frustration. We want things that appear, some things to stay as appearing. Yeah. And we want some shit that's appearing not to disappear. Yeah. So there's a desire based on how, because we see things in a dualistic way, we have desire and aversion. Yeah. We have, we have hatred for this, we want it to disappear, and we have a desire for that to appear. And this is the incessant agitation of the mental, the small mind. It's agitated because it's in a state of desiring to become and then desiring to unbecome, which would be aversion. So desiring to become something it believes it's not and desiring to be, or to unbecome something it believes it is, yes? So it goes on and on and on. And this desire and agitation, we tend to feel the frustration is coming from here, but it's being projected from here. Because we're, look, we're in a state here of agitation and we want an appearance of stability to stabilize. It's, a, it's fool's gold. Yeah, This is one of the things you hear the most when people say, oh, I've had this incredible experience. I woke up, but... I want it to stabilize. Yeah, this is the dream of all dreams of awakening. 
I want it to stabilize. I don't want I don't want to be affected by this this current of desire or aversion. Yes, but you are that act. Yeah, <laughs> what you're identified as is the representation of that act. How can the car get out of the car? It's assuming it's not the car, so it thinks it has a choice, but there's no choice. This is assuming I want to stay away from some rides and I want to get on other rides, but this is the ride. <laughs> this is the ride, <laughs> yes, that goes on other rides and goes off other rides. You never get off of this fucking ride until there's no one to even notice that you're off because it died with the fucking light going out. Yes. Yeah. You should rely on the point. Yes. Well, the point is, I hope through the failure of the after, it would make the before quite attractive. And really, it's it's just a movement of interest and attention. You know, it's not like all the interest and attentions on before and all or all the interest tension on the after. It's got to be a balance, yeah. So if you're hungry, you want to know your name. So when they call you for lunch, you hear it. Yeah, this would be helpful. Yeah, <laughs> unless you have two attendees that can walk you and get your food. We're not in India. This, this is Mill Valley. I'd have to pay a lot of cash to have attendees. Yeah. yeah. So here, but the balance is way off because of the mental activity has claimed to be us. And it sucked up a lot of interest attention that could have been spent in different ways. It, well, if this is the way it was, it doesn't matter. But it's great because of the way it was because it has taught us something that we probably wouldn't have gotten. So by seeing the disparity and the, and the obvious bloatedness of it, we recognize something. And that basically when you see that as not you, there's going to be a movement of interest and attention. And when you get balanced, you'll see this isn't an either or or all or nothing situation. It's, you're in Rome. You have to pay attention to Rome as a Roman. Yeah. So you're paying attention and interest to what's happening. But there's an infinite amount of interest and attention. And then that interest tension is also resting in I am, not resting in I am Paul, because it never gets a good night's rest than I am, Paul, because it's agitated. Remember those cheap motels? They'd have a quarter massage bed and you'd put the quarter in. It was just like fucking, there was no massage in it. You just got shook up like a, you know, a fucking soda can. Wow, this is great. No, it was just movement. This is the head. It's just movement. It's agitated. Therefore, it sees everything through agitation. Yeah. So what happens? It runs into peace. It gets agitated about that, doesn't it? It hears a word enlightenment, which one of the definitions, if you read it, means cessation of all suffering. And at that moment, when the head claims to be the hearer of the enlightenment, it causes suffering immediately. It causes separation. I'm not there. It's just like that immediately. Why do you do you need to go to page 500? You just saw the whole thing. I just got agitated. Phone. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll pick it up. See, that's easy. That's easy. That's easy. I can pick it up. Yeah. But see, that agitation goes awful. <laughs> Ever. 
I'm always going to feel like this. So this, the failure of the system is its greatest success. The failure of... Paul, oh, sorry, I muted you. Paul, oh, I muted you. Sorry. Can you hear me? Unmute yourself. There you go. Yeah. Amelia came in and I tried to mute her and I muted you instead. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's a, that's should be dealt with Jungian psychology. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you missed anything. You were picking something up. I went away up. from the question that uh, Walter asked, but yes. Anyone else? Anyone there? I just wanted to add too that one thing that drove me crazy was trying to understand, uh, you know, looking within or doing inner work. But this, so the same thing as Walter's question and how it's so much. It made sense when it's like seeing what you're not is kind of equivalent to inner work without calling it you. <laughs> well, yes. And see the outer work, its effects are really based on what the inner seems to be. If you want to use this term outer and inner. Yeah. Yeah. So when you give the up, when you surrender in a sense where you've realized the futility of you trying to get out of you, in whatever form or machination, then you may find yourself out of view quite a lot. Yeah. So in a way, the way we describe it from here and from recovery is something is going to do for you what you can't do for yourself. And you notice that. So you couldn't make this work and then you fucking finally give up and surrender and then it works. And then you realize, yeah, that party's probably great as long as I don't go there. So you give up the idea of ever going to the party and you realize you're already at the party. Yeah. That's what happens. You, you, you're trying to arrive somewhere as a destination. You're already there. The possibility is latently available right now. It doesn't mean you have to reach for it. It may, it may express itself by that way, but there's no rote way of anything. Yeah, it can do what it wants. You may not, you may never do another fucking move towards the light again. Or other people, they just they found ways to be more relaxed, and so their whole body gets tanned. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, who knows? It doesn't matter. Just try to get to the before because there's nothing before that. Yeah. <laughs> so you can when you look over the shoulder, it's just a vast voice. You won't, there won't be anything following you. Yeah. And that's a good place to stop, literally. You take it as far as you can. It, Ramana Maharshi used to imply it. You can only run the ball so far and then you put it down and then grace takes it the rest of the way. Yeah. So all we can do is go to the end, which is a finite end of the system that we seem to be encased in, hit the wall. Yeah. And all right, there you go recognize well this has failed is failing okay what happens find out really who would want to describe it because it's it would take away the fun of recognizing 
really. Recognizing the greatest success is through failure, as the Course also says. Your greatest successes were your greatest failures. Your greatest failures are your greatest successes. What does that mean? You don't know how hard I tried to get out of me. Here, I mean, I groveled. I shot fucking coke with spit, knowing I was going to have an abscess after, and I did it anyway. I, and I knew, I knew exactly. And I was parked right outside a hospital when I shot it. And I knew something bad's going to come, but fuck it, I'm going to go. Yeah. I just wanted to get out of whatever I thought I was in. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I gave it a superhuman effort and I came to a conclusion you can't get out of an imaginary place. And especially as an imaginary person. Just can't get out. And the getting out is the biggest in. I had no idea of that. But all the attempts to get out, which is legion in this world, legion, legion. When you have a cable TV thing that has 3,000 channels and about four of them are worthy of viewing, you, you realize the, the, the plaintive cry of wanting to get out. Just any fucking thing. I'll watch the... When I got, I got a... I got a very bad dysentery when I was in Laos, you know, and I was away from the main Vietnam, the main capital, and I did, and I got really bad. I mean, the worst I've ever felt. And I had a room, and they had a little refrigerator, and if there were probably alcohol in there, I would have maybe drank it, but there was nothing in there. And the only thing you could get on the TV was the Parliament of Laos debating some Laotian issue. And I was trying to watch that just to get the attention and interest off of the body. It was that bad. I'm like, but they're raising for votes. I'm trying to, you know, feign interest just to take, because the, the interest attention was like vultures, just fucking feeding off of the carcass. I felt so shitty. Yeah. So I don't know where that was, but uh, you see stuff. The point is, we need an understanding to decipher it. Yeah, we have all the evidence that's needed. But when we send one of the partners of what caused the evidence to read the evidence, it comes out out of out of it with a different story. We need to see it through the lens of non-duality. I think it's the best pair of glasses I've ever been given. The first pair was recovery, and the second pair was non-duality. The best glasses. I didn't have to do anything else. All I had to do was look at what I used to think I knew and have it have the emphasis shift on it all. And then that which didn't make sense, that was part of it making sense. That nothing fucking makes sense. That's part of it making sense. Yeah. So your the way you looked at things would expand, and and the emphasis would be different. And obviously, then you ate different information. And some of it bypassed you completely and then bled out of you like putting ink, putting uh, paint on the other side of the canvas, not painting the canvas, but putting it on the other side. And then it leaks into the surface of the canvas. That's been my experience. You see things and then things happen and then they bleed through into your life. You don't apply them. They bleed out and then you see it. Yeah. And then it's just an incredible aha because the entertaining of non-duality verifies its veracity. It does, at least in this case. 
I'm a true believer. Get it? True believer, true believer that the seeker is the sort. Yeah. Or what's looking is what you're looking for, or being ourselves reality, a true believer in it. Yeah. I have no argument whatsoever. I've seen enough. And what really allowed that uh, uh, seeing was a pair of glasses called non duality understanding. Yeah. You don't live with them because after a while, it's a living vision. You need the glasses till you don't need the glasses. You put them on and they can wipe out a lot of bullshit in a nanosecond. Like when you hear whatever can be perceived cannot be that which is perceiving, it's pretty emphatic that you're not it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty emphatic. You can't, it's, that should be, if you had like 30 spiritual pistols, five spiritual stilettos, a fucking spiritual bazooka, you would have put it all down. If you heard, really could hear it, that whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. And then just go into the head and listen to like a snippet of the head. And you'll see the head is based on the exact opposite. What's what can be perceived is what's perceiving. Do you need any more, literally, really? Do you need to have 500 books to compound that recognition or can this one can do it? I believe after a while, the one can do it. Yeah. Whatever can be perceived, obviously. Yes. Cannot be that which is perceiving. Far fucking great. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So basically what I'm listening to is false evidence radio, so to speak. Yeah. And why it continues to broadcast is it's subscribed to by false evidence. This being me, a long-lasting independent separate entity is false evidence. So basically what evidence is brought to it, it can't see the truth from the false because it's from the false, yeah? So false evidence appears real to it constantly, constantly. You wanna work on that all day or see that you're not that? Do you think you're going to change? It's like trying to change the spots on a leopard. Yeah. You'd have to fucking change the leopard completely. Yeah. This is about recognizing that you're not the leopard. That's all. Loss of interest. And then that interest is the greatest light of knowledge. The greatest light that's going to bring you to knowledge is interest. And first, it's lack of interest in a lot of shit. And then it's very, very dispersed interest. So the knowledge doesn't come like this. It almost like leaks in. Almost like a very, 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 uh, it just leaks in. It's almost as if you're getting dyed a color all at once. You're not getting an injection of the color. You're just getting a wash with a color. Yeah. Being is a different form of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So... Non-duality, my feeling is, it's the negation of two. What do we represent? An activity of two-ness. Can you give me uh, an eight-month example? I can give you a two-second example. Yeah. Sometimes you're the thought about, that would mean you're an object, yes? Sometimes you're, you're taken as the thinker, that would make you the subject. There you are. Which one are you? Neither. 
I'm neither the subject nor the object. Hallelujah. Yeah. Does that stop? No. Do you want it to stop? No. Would you have liked it to stop? Yes. But you don't spend any time trying to stop it because you realize it's not you. It's mechanical. Yeah. It's mechanical. You know, I may have an opinion about the fuel pump in the car, but it's, I'm not going to take it out. Yeah. I hate that fuel pump. I wish I didn't need the fuel pump, but I'm not taking the fuel pump out. <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Sorry, I went off on a rant. But... No, actually, not only um, is there a whole bunch of channels, but now there's infinite streaming. The New York Times email today, the, the, the little synopsis was a guy writing about that and how he kind of talked like you as far as recognizing he was using streaming to like jump around and pick things that were like feel good things or, you know, where things get all resolved and stuff like that. And he needed to just pick one movie and let the action figure have a life of watching one movie <laughs> instead of it being self-directed, trying to find all the things that are available in streaming. It was pretty cool. Did they offer you what movie you could have? Well, he watched, I think he finally picked Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. Oh. Anatomy of a Fall. The Enemy of the Fall. No, Anatomy, like physiology. Anatomy. Anatomy of oh. the Fall. Oh, okay, you broke up a little, I guess, for me. But in that movie, you don't want to be the one who fell. No, I don't. I don't know what I haven't seen it, so. No. <laughs> yeah, I I advise you don't take the the role of being the one who fall, because you're <laughs> not going to have an intimate and infinite streaming. He's going to be in. Going to be finite quickly. <laughs> I don't believe there could be ever any infinite streaming anyway. It it would always be finite. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, you only you only mentioned the channel, so I had to mention the streaming too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're out of date. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> oh, the sun is blessed right now. Huh? Anyone else or uh anybody want to raise their hand or wave it? Anyone have a question? You have a question, Chris? Uh, William you... Halls is waving his hand on, on <laughs> Zoom. Chris wants to be a dog in the story. Lassie returns and returns and returns and returns and returns and returns and returns. <laughs> you got, you've got two hands here. All right, two hands. William Halls, did you want to go? Yeah, I would love to. Um, William Holden? Holes. Holt. See him holds. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious. You were talking about having dysentery. Yes. All right. <laughs> dysentery having the body, yes. Yeah, dysentery having the body and you know, um watching the Laotian Congress, you know, vote or parliament vote on things. And I guess I guess my question is just like it's when you were talking about it, you were talking about, you know, trying to get out and like trying to do anything to focus on anything other than the fact that you know dysentery was having the body as you put it yes but what's the alter i guess what's the alternative in that situation i feel like it just sucks it just is what it yes it, that's right that the message is that well, it tells you one thing though a lot of things uh it tells you that which is in it can't escape from it can it 
I guess not. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So dysentery is an extreme example. And thank God it comes and goes. There's other occupations that seem to stay. And the great news is you may be taking yourself to be the dysentery, wanting to get out of the dysentery. Yeah. So this is seeing you're not that. And uh, it, the getting out is really based on not being in when it comes to what we're speaking of. That's the trick, really. If it's a trick, you stop trying to get out of it. You realize you're not in it. Yeah, that was the key. And then realizing you're not in it really is matched by a reaction of losing interest in all the escaping. Yeah. So I lost interest in everything that the head was using to try to escape, which was drugs, spirituality, everything like that, because I realized I, I came to believe, I was convinced that you can't get out of an imaginary place. That was fucking great. Yeah. And I don't see that as phenomena. I see this as a demonstration of a principle. Yeah. So it can be applied over and over again. It's not like this was the only time it had any use. No, it's quite useful to realize the system cannot get out of the system. And so that maybe you get suspicious of the you that keeps trying to get out of the system and failing. Because it may not be failing because of you particularly, but it you are of the system trying to get out of the system. Yeah. So here, if you see here, if you're dreaming and there's the dreaming, obviously appearances are of bodies. And then the body idea is thinking it wants to get out of the this dream of the bodies, but he it pictures itself as a body out of the dream of the bodies. <laughs> there's no body outside the dream of the bodies. So no body is going to transcend the dream of the bodies because the only place it appears is in the dream of the bodies. <laughs> yeah. So basically... It has, it's, it, there's an aspect of it that knows it's never going anywhere, but there's just a drive to keep trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you realize you can't get out, then the next thing you get suspicious is, am I in? And to me, that's the, that's the back door that's unlocked. Yeah. You're looking at the front door and hoping someone will unlock it for you. The black, the back door is completely unlocked right now. But if you keep trying to get out, you're trying to get out through that front door. If you're not in, you look at the back door. Exactly. Yeah. It works beautiful. Yeah. You yeah. want to do your ways? Why is that? I hear weird shit on this thing sometimes. Somebody called woke on vocals. I muted it. Woke on vocals? Sorry, that was me. I should, <laughs> I should, oh, sorry, I didn't know I was unmuted. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I can't see anything on because of the the light has blinded me. So I I have a memory that these are squares, but I can't. It almost looks like a like a patchwork quilt, you know, when they have the different pieces. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyone else? Yeah, Adrian. Adrian. Hey, Paul. Hey. 
Uh, I was going to see if it was all right if I referenced um, the big book, AA, to ask my question. Yes, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the sentence that you bring up a lot is um, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And then you reference the, uh, the fourth step. And that's what my question is um, about. It's not really a question. It's more or less uh, like to hear something more in depth about how the fourth step is a graph of the movement of self. All right. Well, well, you're looking at its pre, its past movements so that you'll be able to recognize its present movements. Yeah. So you do an inventory of it in the past so that you have the eyes to see it in the present. That's sort of the point. So if people who aren't in AA, one of the essential AAs built around a program that has 12 steps. And the fourth step is beginning of what we call the working steps, which is four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They are the working steps. So you have to do something. And the first thing you have to do is take an inventory. And we're going to look and it's going to be sort of like a business inventory. And the way I read the book, it's saying we're going to look at uh, how self by its manifestations has defeated us so that we can recognize it attempt to defeat us now, basically. Yeah. So and what we're going to do is take an inventory of three common manifestations of self in people's lives, which and then one is resentment. Second is anxiety, really playing the instrument of fear through mental agitation and faith, really. And then harming to others in the pursuit of what you want, being selfish and self-centered. So you don't take others into consideration. You just do what you want to get what you want. We're going to do a little inventory of that so that we can see or recognize self through its manifestations. Yeah. So. It's not there now, but its footprints are there. So we're gonna look at its footprints and then we're gonna see where those footprints end and you'll see they end right where you are. <laughs> it's like the two cops hunting, you know, they're hunting the, the serial killer and then they, break into an apartment and the, the one cop says, hey, this looks like your place. And the other cop, wait a minute. You, I saw you with that jacket the other day. What? I'm the serial killer. Yes, yes. So, 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 uh, so yeah. And so the movement, and there is no self, I believe, but it's selfing. It's a mental activity and the mental activity alcoholic or not is rooted in the act of claiming it alcoholism is an expression of an extreme version of self-occupation yeah or being occupied by self but it isn't the cause it's an expression the cause is the mental activity claiming what's going on and framing it as a noun so doing is more emphasizing the doer seeing the seer hearing the hearer eating the eater traveling the traveler yes so this emphasis is the system and the system is not ai it's not growing out of this it's programmed 
So you recognize its limitations, hopefully, because you're in a sense being occupied. You're like a marathon runner stuck in a closet. And it would be, you know, don't give a, don't just get out of the closet. Once you start running, you'll recognize yeah, that you're a marathon runner. So this is what we do with the hopes that what has defeated you will be seen before its defeat. And you can bring that recognition to step six and seven in the in our program, which is you ask this higher power to remove or configure this manifestation or let's say birthing of self and, and uh, ask it to reconfigure it and put it to a better use, yeah? So basically now, instead of seeing something and calling it you, you see something and call it other, yeah? And that other you take to step six and seven and ask it to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the program I see. So to be very clear, selfing is a mental activity. You're not doing it. Not, no person here is sitting here choosing uh, the selfing. The selfing is a mechanical activity. But when, as Ramana said, when you take yourself when you take this sense of individuality, which is really commandeering the sense of I amness and making it imply there's a Paul, that sense of individuality is going to have a sense of free will. So now, not only are you going to be the doer, you're going to be the not doer of shit you should have done. And then you're going to have choice and you're going to have an ability to ruminate over many, many things that you did that you shouldn't have done. And this captures, this is how the past captures us now. So if you're captured by the past, you're not going to feel available here and you're not going to feel present. Yeah. And without that feeling of availability and presence, you're going to be in that availability of presence and availability makes you of service. And as an action figure, service either done or participated in i think is essential tell you the truth for a healthy uh, action thing i just do the absorption with self is just way too much and self can't get out of self so you if that's the case and you're believing yourself that believing yourself has to be pulled out of that orbit and that's service so if you do an action it's going to pull what you think is you out of that orbit and then you'll realize it ain't you. It's not self, actually. Yeah, it is what you are. So you get pulled out. You can't think yourself out of that orbit or pray yourself. It doesn't work. That's all self trying to get out of self. You do something. You take an action. Yeah? Yeah. So that's how I see it. I see the original or the driving, if you want to uh, call it an, an addiction, is the mental addiction to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, and the toucher. And how, how it can be absorbed in the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the teacher, it has an object that represents that, which is the body. So it obsesses over you, but not as the body, really. The body localizes all these aspects of doer, thinker, feeler, taster, toucher, and it also verifies that you were the same body in the past when you were doer, thinker, and you're going to be the same body in the future. So your prison is set, yeah? 
but your the obsession isn't about the body. I would say a lot of times the head hates the body. I do. Yeah. That's why people feel like they hate themselves. But it's not them. It's the head hating. Yeah. Because it's so limiting. It would really like to fuck up big time, probably. But it's limited. Yes. Yeah. It can play God, but mostly only on you. It, it loved to play God on a bigger stage. But, but there's so many gods being played. There's no room. The stage is so full. <laughs> it's just... Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's... I didn't discover... I discovered that after I first looked at my role in things. When I did that, I saw that my role in things wasn't my role in things. You getting hot there, bro, Matt? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So I hope that uh, was helpful. I feel like it also leads you back, um, like regardless of whether you're in the program or not, uh, that it'll lead you back to understand that it's non-dual. Oh, yes, for sure. Yes, of course. Yeah, Non-dual was there before non-dual. You know? Non-dual is there before non-dual. So a lot of things lead you back to it. It doesn't have to be non-dual. Yeah. Course in Miracles in a way too. If you look at the Course in Miracles, it says uh, you're, cor you're correcting uh, an imaginary mistake. So what the fuck, you know? Or once you realize the solution, there was no problem. What the fuck? Yeah. So there's always, yeah. Yes, I see that. Anything else? Uh, I don't think Aaron has anything else. Uh, DP has his hand, their hand up. DP. All right. Good day. Paul. It's Good day. Uh, Damien. Oh, Damien. Damien from Perth. Damien, my friend. I have. I can't see you, but I now yeah, I know you. I'll see because I'm in the light here. Hey, Damien, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm just uh, just happened to uh, click on your link in at five thirty a.m. in the morning here, but uh, it's nice to see you and it's good to hear you. Oh, great. Yes. Are you going to call me, I hope, yeah? Yeah, okay, I can do. Yeah. I just wanted I to check in. Number. Yeah, okay. That's, That's awesome. it. I just wanted, I, I just wanted to check in and, and, and say oh, good day. Oh, great, Yeah, hey, B, <laughs> later on today. Okay. To I'm so talk, sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hmm? Yeah. All right, keep me posted. Can you send me like uh send me okay. your WhatsApp? Your WhatsApp? See you back. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll do it as soon as soon as I get off. I'll talk to you later on. All right, bro. Thank you. Uh Damien's <laughs> a great friend of mine. I've been hoping he'd show up sooner or later. Anyone else? No other hands showing. Oh wait. Yeah, no. Time isn't. I think we're gonna end, eh? Yeah. All right. Well, let's say goodbye. Hey, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> no, remember, hey, we got the we got the merchandise.
I'm going to go in here. Hey, uh, hey, Mike, thank you so much for uh, stepping in and always showing up for the service. Thank My you. pleasure. Thank you. Uh, let me say good. Walter, I hope that helped. Whatever. I just went <laughs> off on something. Yes, great. John Kay, as always, thank you for all the support, John. And everyone here. Uh, yeah, it all means a lot to me. Sherry, nice to see you. Yeah, nice yeah. To see you. Nice to see you. We got Bangji, Bansi. I don't know, someone there. Yes, I, I, I was Renato in the other. <laughs> oh, our Italian friend. Nice uh, to see you. Nice to see you. Colin Doyle, Eric P. I just had a pleasure of hanging out with Eric a little bit. Jay. Yeah, good to see you. Yep. Uh, Axel. Oh, there's Atara. Nice to see Atara again. Mika. Thanks, Christine. Paul. Great to be here. Yes, nice to see you. Floyd. Crispy. William H. Roman Mueller. Kerry. Oh, is this Andre? Mia. Oh, you're a yeah. Sydney. Hometown, Adelaide. Oh, you're in Adelaide. Hi. Yeah. Oh great. oh, great. I'm ha so happy you made it. That's Thank good. you. Oh. Yeah. We all Hi. say Vlad says good hello. Yeah. Uh, Temecula last Saturday here. It's all the same. Everything you said today. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Frank. Holly. Uh, I can't see this one. Hold on. Uh, Miles. Let me go to this. Uh, we got some phone numbers. Rich, Mike M, Paula, Fletch. Thanks, Paul. Zoe from Japan. Woo. Yep, yep, yep. Loving it. Hey, Matt. <laughs> give me a ring, eh? All right, good. See you, Matthew. Uh, Mike, uh, Zoe, yes, great. What time is it in Japan? It's seven o'clock-ish almost right in the now. Morning? Yeah, in the morning. Wow. Yeah, we're 17 hours time different. 16 hours, whoa. <laughs> All right, hey, you can tell me what it's going to be like the rest of the day. <laughs> Give me a report. I'm a little worried with the company I'm keeping. Yeah. Ohm. Chris B. Rich. Oh, Lisa. I had the pleasure of being with Lisa this week. Very nice. Nice to see you, honey. I love you, darling. It was wonderful. Oh, thank you. I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I could not bear a breakup between you and I, Lisa. Never. never. It won't happen. Can't happen, honey. <laughs> I'm uh, that's good. Lynn, nice to see you, honey. Cloud or no? Doug O'Connor? Miles, I got that. Hey, listen, thank you so much for coming today. We'll see you soon. Uh, just if you're interested, Zen Bitch Slap event page has all the Zooms. And uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs>